Kilaim Perik Zayin Mishnah Base Seven Two, continuing with Havracha, propagating vines underground where you have a mommy, and then the mommy vine has one particular offshoot which is trained underground, and come up on another side to produce, let's say, a baby which will grow into a separate grape trunk and tree and vine all to itself. So the question here in our Mishnah is, how does one look at the status of this a series of mommies and babies? Can they be combined? to constitute a kerem. So the mission says, Hamarich shalosh gefanum vekreim nirin. If one does havracha, trains, takes three mommies, and trains their vines underground, and then pulls them up, let's say, you know, four, four almost down the way, and pulls them off the ground, so that both the three mommy trunks and the three baby shoots are all visible. So the question is, can that constitute, even though you only have three source originally three source plants, three mommies, can they combine now to be a kerem? Because remember, a kerem just requires um, two rows of three vines in the first and two in the second, where the two are, you know, opposite the other two. So this would be a setup of three and three, um, but that certainly isn't, should be enough if you count baby as a separate tree from the mommy. So then you would have uh, three and three, and that should constitute not just uh, individual vines, but a kerem. That's our question, and the answer is Rabbi Eliezer Ber Tzadok Omer Im Yesh Beinehem Ma'arba Amos Fad Shmona Hare Elu Mitzdarfos. He says yes, indeed. Provided that the distance between the mommies and the babies is at least four Amos and no more than eight Amos, so that's the usual measurement we have when it comes to a kerem that that's the spacing between one row and the next. So provided you have at least four Amos and no more than eight Amos between the first row of mommies and the second row of babies, so then they're mitzdarfo, they combine to constitute a kerem, upping the distancing required from just six tfachim around each of the three mommies, and now six final together, to being a work area of four almost all the way around the perimeter of uh, the mommy and baby kerem. Vim lav, on the other hand, if there isn't a total of four almost distance between the mommies and the babies, enem mitzdarfos, so then... And they do not combine, meaning that the work area would just remain six tfachim around each and every of the six binds of three moms and three babies. Period. New paragraph, new din. Here in the Mishnah, it says, Gefin shiyavsha. What's the din, asked the Mishnah, if you have a grapevine which is dried out, meaning it's dead. The vine is dead, but it you know looks like a grapevine. And certainly, um, the same way in the, oftentimes in the winter, the grapevine looks dead, but comes back to life, so to speak, in the summertime. Um, the question is, can one plant his grains or greens around a grapevine, which no longer is alive, it just says that the wood remains. So the Mishnah says, Asura ve'ena mekadeshes. The Mishnah says, you may not plant grains or greens in the sixth Tfachim area of a dead grapevine. Um, but the reason why is just Maris Ayan, says the Bartanura, because it, it looks like you planted by a, a real vine, and perhaps in future years, um, people will think, oh, that was just a vine that had not produced because it was, say, wintertime, and then they would plant, um, you know, they would come to plant uh, grains or grains within the illegal proximity of a grapevine. People think that you just were Makaim Kilaim. So therefore it's Aser, but Veinu Mekadeshes, since really Midoraisa, the grapevine is dead, not producing grapes anymore, and we've learned already that it needs to be producing grapes, you know, in the, at least as a Pololavan, Bukhule Bukhule, since none of that is applicable here, Really, Midoraisa, there's no kilaim, and therefore, in a Mikadeshis, it does not, it's forbidden to plant the grains or greens near this dead grapevine, but if you do, um, what you planted, the grains or greens do not become Asr Bahana. Period. And now a new din. 
the Mishnah segue, since we had discussed in the last words of the Mishnah that something is forbidden, Asr ve'enam mekadeshes, but doesn't render something to be Asr bahana, the Mishnah segues into that topic. And we'll have two other dinim here that are unrelated to the previous dinim of the Mishnah. The first is the question of planting cotton inside a vineyard. Now, this really is a throwback to a Mishnah we had in the fifth parak, um, Mishnah Ches 5.8. Over there, we said that there's... Um, certain things that can and certain things that cannot be planted inside a vineyard. And the issue we were discussing there are what's called zerone gina. Zerone gina are plants that are cultivated, but not for the seeds. Rather, they're cultivated for the plant itself. In other words, we discussed how tavua is like a grass. Like you, when you plant wheat, you want it for the wheat kernel. And when you plant beans, you want them for the, the beans, that's the seed of the, the bean plants. But other zerone gina are planted where you want the actual the plants for eating and not for not for the seeds at all. Like when you plant a cucumber, for example, you don't want the cucumber seeds, you want the cucumber proper. So uh, we divided Zeronegina into, the Rambam des- describes them in two separate subcategories in the end of Hilchus Kilaim and the Rambam, Perikal of Mishnah, uh, Rambam Halacha Ches Tes, where he says you can divide Zeronegina into two categories, one is Mine Yerakos, and one is Mine Zraim. So Mine Yerakos are, the, the Rambam's difference is Mine Yerakos are planted in, in small patches, and Mine Zraim are planted in, in like perhaps large large areas, large fields and so. Um, I've always been translating Mine Yerakos in short as greens. When I say grains and greens, I'm referring to grains are Tua and greens are Mine Yerakos. Um, in any case, but Mine Zraim are yes allowed to be planted um, in a vineyard? We had cases in the previous back in five eight. We talked about certain kinds of plants like the iris, maybe, and the and the uh, the rose and and hemp. Um, so here we're talking about cotton. The question is in our Mishnah: Is cotton considered to be mina yurakos, or is it considered mina zroim? And apparently, it's sort of a borderline case. Um, so if it was confirmed to be mina yurakos then it would be not allowed. If it's Mine Zerim, it's yes allowed. And here, Rebbe Meir says, Rebbe Meir, Aftzemer Geffen, when it comes to cotton, literally means wool of the vine, um, but it's cotton. Asur, one may not plant cotton inside a vineyard, a kerem, venom kadesh. But if one does, it doesn't render the cotton or the vines Asur Bahana, because really, Meir Adin, it says Rebbe Meir, it's mine zram and mutter to plant in a vineyard. Um, so apparently it's a borderline case. The Raman Paskins not like this Rebbe meaning the Raman Paskins that semer gefen cotton is forbidden and would actually render the cotton and the vines asr bahana. Rebbe Meir is disagreeing with that and saying it's a borderline case. He recognizes it, so he forbids you to plant it. But if you did, since really it's mutter, it's okay, says Rebbe Meir. The last part of the Mishnah is another Din that also invokes the Allah of Asrvein Mekadesh, something that's forbidden to do, but if you do it, it doesn't um, render it Asr Bahana. And this is the case we learned about in the previous Mishnah of the prohibition of planting directly above a vine that had been propagated underground. So in that Mishnah, we said you can't do it, um, and the fear was that the roots of what you planted above would descend into the ground and puncture into the vine below, and that would be an Isr of Harkava, of, of uh, grafting a Yerik, a vegetable above, with an Elon, a tree below.
So here in Rabbi Lezer ben Sadok Mishmo, he says in the name of Rabbi Meir, Afal Gabi Gefen, if you do that, if you plant above a vine that's been propagated underground, Asravenu Makadesh, it's forbidden to do, but if you did it, it doesn't prohibit what was planted above the underground vine. Um, now, the reason why he says it is as follows. You recall that so far in the Masechta, we've seen two different categories of kilaim. The first three prakim of kilaim dealt with kilai zraim, the prohibition of mixed species. And then prakim four, five, six, and seven have been dealing with kilai hakerem, prohibition of mixed species in a vineyard. And you recall that the Torah says that mixed species in a vineyard becomes kidesh, becomes asr bahana, but that's not true by kilaim mixed species, kilai zraim in general. Now, meaning that if you have kilai zraim, it's forbidden, but if you do it, one still may eat the foods that were mixed together. That's true even if you have harkava. Harkava was where normal harkava is grafting, where you take two trees and you take the, the trunk of one and you take a scion like a branch of the other and you put them together to make a single tree that produces like a tangelo and so on, these weird um, hybrid fruits, etc. So harkava is forbidden both just with the tree inside a tree, but also a vegetable and a vegetable, or even a vegetable into a tree. So that's what's happening here. The case is you have a tree and a grapevine beneath the ground, and you have a vegetable, a yerek, like let's say a cucumber or something, growing above it. And therefore we said it's forbidden because the roots of, let's say, the cu- cucumber will descend and graft in and combine with the tree, the grapevine below the below the ground, and that will be harkava, the prohibition of combining a yerek to be grafted with a tree. But if that's the problem, so then there should be no isra of hana. There should be no prohibition against eating the cucumbers that were grafted with the grapevine. It's pro- prohibited to do, but if you did it, it should be permitted. And that's why, at least according to Rabbi Eliezer Berb Tzadok, Omar Mishmo, who said in the name of Rabbi Meir, Afal Gabe Gefen, the same goes like in the previous mission. If you plant a vegetable or grain directly above an underground grapevine, asur, it's prohibited to do. Venu mekadesh, however, it doesn't make what's growing above or the grapevine asur, bahana. However, the halacha does not follow uh, Rabbi Meir or Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Tzadik Mishmo. Uh, the halacha is like the Tanakama, that meaning that in, in this latter case, it would be asur bahana if you plant something directly above a propagated vine. And as I said before, cotton inside a vineyard is forbidden and is Makadesh.